0: Hey, y'all, it's Yolanda Yvette. Just want to let you know if you want to work with me as a public speaking coach. If you would like to hire me as a motivational speaker, feel free to reach out to me at YolandaYvetteSpeaks at gmail.com. That is Y-O-L-A-N-D-A-Y-V-E-T-T-E-S-P-E-A-K-S. I look forward to hearing from you guys soon. Talk to you later. Bye. Yolanda Yvette, motivational speaker, public speaking coach, author, and your podcast host. Housekeeping, as always, if you want to be on this show or if you have any questions, go ahead and reach out to me at Yolanda speaks at gmail.com, or you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram at the same name. That is Y-O-L-A-N-D-A-Y-V-E-T-T-E-S-P-E-A-K-S. Also, my book, The Speak Up Book, is still for sale. Please go to The Book. Dot com to learn the winning strategies for effective public speaking and how to make a profit in doing so. Also, lastly, if you would like to get me for your motivational speaking um, on your podcast or whatever you have that you want to um, work with me for, you can also reach me at the um, YolandaEventSpeaks at gmail.com. So now that all that good stuff out the way, let's continue on with some more good stuff with our speaker right now. Today we have another Yolanda. We have Yolanda Gray and her motto in life is it's never too late to take your life back. Yolanda Gray is the take your life back coach, speaker, and author. Um, No matter what stage of life you're in, Yolanda Gray is a certified professional life coach, speaker, and author for a christian professional woman um, who's ready to elevate herself so y'all welcome to yolanda Event speaks miss yolanda gray hey yolanda hey yolanda it's great to be here with you today oh i'm i'm excited to talk to you um especially when, when it comes to life coaching and taking your life back so i read right. I, I read a little bit about you but i want you to um introduce yourself to the audience in your own words
1: Okay, well, my name is Yolanda Gray. I am, a, as you said, I am a certified uh, professional life coach and speaker and author. And my work ha- is around Christian professional women who ha- are really are ready to jump, not just into a purpose, but into the life that John 10.10 10 shows us, where Jesus said, I came to give you life in a more abundant way. What i found for most of us, especially women, is that we struggle in getting to that life and life more abundantly, not because we don't know what we're doing in marketing or we don't know how to uh, you know, create success, but because of what's inside of us that needs to come out, that needs to be brought out into the light so that we can learn to live in our true identity, our true identity as God created us. And that's the work that I do. It's intense. It's, uh, you know, they call it life transformation or transformational life coaching, however you want to call it. It's actually a deep spiritual journey. Well,
0: okay. So let's just dive into it. What did you think or what is your take on when God says life more abundantly on that abundantly part? What is your, what's your take on it? Well, the word abundant means more than enough. Mm-hmm. So everything
1: that is more than enough. You know. I don't look at things as uh, what is outside of us. You know, a lot of us are you know we're, we're seeking we're you know seeking success, or seeking financial uh, success, whatever we're seeking, college degrees, wherever we're going. But abundance means that you have more than enough. And I and right before that in you know, that chapter he said, hey, Jesus is warning us that the thief is coming to kill and destroy. But his promise is that I come to give you life and life more abundantly. But we have to know how to get into that flow of the abundant life. And what happens is that we begin to change perspective about our world outside of us because of the work that we do within us. And a lot of that work is a relational, not not just our relationship with. Uh, others but our relationship with God and our own relationship with ourselves
0: so what do you think is keeping us from uh, or a lot of people from having that life more abundant like what, what, what is keeping us what's stopping us what's hindering us hindering us
1: well you know when you look at what um, you know I always go back to this of James or when she um, talked about the pride of life well, when you see what happened to Jesus and when the devil took him up on the on the hill, you know, it was that uh, pride of life, the lust of the eyes, and the lust of the flesh. So number one, where I would say that that's probably one of the biggest things we're looking for things outside of ourselves to make us whole, and it, it doesn't work. Even if you whatever you get, it never is enough because mm. underlying. Most of the issues underlying that the women I work with, and all the work that I did, you know, that I had to do too, is that fear. It's a fear of not getting what you want or losing what you have. And when you walk around with that kind of fear, you are not at peace. And when you're not at peace, you're always striving. And when you're striving, there's no abundance because it's never
0: Do you think that that's some, that fear is something that's just ingrained in us that we have to try to deprogram ourselves from, or, or is that something that we put on our on our own selves?
1: I like to say the devil comes and speaks to us, and then we co-sign his stuff. Mm. We co-sign it and say, "Oh yeah, I, you know, I don't." Sometimes it's our own thoughts. I've done a lot of work around fear, and I work a lot with women around fear who don't know. You know, a lot of times we don't know we're in fear. We just have this unease. I like to call it dis-ease. You know, where we're we're feeling uh, unsettled and we're not sure why. We can't take the steps that are going to uh, bring us, you know, a a better life, more joy, um, more happiness, more peace, because we're afraid of doing something different. We, we, We stay settled in our comfort zone. There's a lot of talk out there. From a secular perspective, it's mm-hmm. true, and so our thoughts uh, invade our minds. And you know, whether it comes from enemy or whether it comes from, you know, old stuff that we, you know, been around. I mean, if you think about somebody who's grown up um, with, uh, you're never amount to anything. Don't even try it because you're going to fail. Go get a uh, go get a real job. You know, heard that one a lot. You know? mm-hmm. Quit you know, quit dreaming. It's, you know, you're not gonna, you won't make it. You know, all that instills this fear of I better not try because I'm not gonna
0: make it. I won't be able to do it. Wow. Okay. So, being that you are the take back your life, right? Let's talk about let's talk about that take back your life life coach how did we get there how did how did you become that take back your. i like that take back your life because we usually we give it we give it away no one usually just you know we oftentimes give ourselves to everybody everything whatever so now take your life back so how do we get there
1: well when you think about how we were. You know, we were created for more. We were created to these these beings, you know, to be in God's perfect plan, His perfect will and His perfect purpose. Mm -hmm. And then we grow up and we go do our own thing. And we get caught up in life and life circumstances. But when I looked first at take back your life, I first looked at it as taking back your life from whatever was holding you back whether it was people, places, or things, you know, Mm -hmm. whether you stayed in a toxic relationship, you stayed in a toxic job, you know, wherever you were, you could take back your life. And that was purely secular, and that's how I started coaching from a purely secular position. But when I began to really dig down into fears, unforgiveness, pride, all these things that we carry with us, unconsciously, a lot of times. Mm-hmm. I realized that what we had to take back our life from was from the world and the devil, who, as Jesus said, came to kill, maim, and destroy. So we have to learn how to get, take our life back, get in the victory, get in that flow of
0: victory, and proceed from there. And it's a journey. How does one get into the flow of victory? I like I like that the uh, flow of victory. Yeah. Well, most of the time
1: when I say you know somebody wants to work with me or they they are reaching out, it's because they I like to call it a, the gift of desperation. Mm. They're desperate. They're in a bad spot. There is no hope. They're desperate, mostly around relationships. There's something in a relationship not a therapist so I don't go back and dig into your past but if somebody comes to me and says Uh, I'm struggling in this relationship Um, or I'm feeling unfulfilled I have these physical and emotional ailments that's that is the world and the devil who's keeping you from and yourself a lot of times keeping you from that life and life more abundant
0: Mm. Mm. Do you feel like, um, what well, we know, like you said, like the the devil comes to kill, maim, and destroy, right? Do you feel like at times, like you said, we co sign, at times we help him out? Like, you know, what I'm saying? Like, like we just actually like just help him out. Oh, you made it so much easier. Thank you. You know, do you feel like that?
1: Like, Well, yeah, but here's the deal. You know, the devil knows us. He knows our vulnerabilities, and I'm not saying it's all the devil. A lot of times, it's our thoughts. Right. Our thoughts that our thoughts need to change. Mm. Number one. Mm -hmm. You know, our thoughts. Number one, you need to be born again. You you need to get the flow of the power of the Holy Spirit to transform your life. But then, and this is what I love about the work that I do. We don't do this work alone. We have somebody. Bringing us along, and as the Holy Spirit reveals those places that you know came from childhood, that came from you know wherever they came from, that that's that were part of the plan to keep you from the vision that God has for your life. You you um, just you know, begin to work toward that goal. I think I just lost myself I lost track of myself
0: Because I get all excited about what I'm doing What do you you say to the person Who is like "Um, I feel like I'm going through The things I'm going through in life Because I'm being punished Or um, You know on that that line Like I don't deserve good Because I didn't do good Or I know what I've done in the past And like they say you reap what you sow So now you're in that point of uh, reaping the negative things that you've done.
1: That's really good because I want to tell you that one of the
0: biggest,
1: one of the most important facets of healing, especially healing from emotional and spiritual and emotional hurts, is you have to bombard it with the truth. The lie is, the truth is if you're born again, and you ask God to forgive you, you are forgiven. The lie is that past is who you are. Your past is who you are. And believe me, I lived that way for many, many years. When you reap what you sow, okay, in the natural, there's consequences, right? Mm-hmm. In the natural, there's consequences. If you do drugs, and you continue to do drugs, and you're out in the streets, you're going to get picked up. That's not punishment from God. <laughs> that is the natural laws of, our, of the world that we live in. Mm-hmm. But when you come back, when you come to the Lord and you get cleaned up and you begin, and you repent, and you begin to walk the spiritual journey, you are a new creation, right? You have to remind yourself that you're a new creation. That's where that whole thought thing comes in. The devil will always come in and remind you of the
0: past. And it can be devastating if you don't know how to fight in the spirit. Hmm. Cause that's that's good. I'm glad you said that because there are those people out there, you know, who we go back to the reap of what you sow or not even the natural law of things, because some people like, well you did wrong to them, so guess what? You're gonna be doing you know, wrong's gonna be done to you. Um, I don't know if that's just in the physical or or in the spiritual realm, but it's just like hey I've asked for forgiveness from God Is that should that be all that matters? And you should no longer be worried about if somebody's gonna do wrong to you Uh, worried if somebody's gonna do wrong to you, um, no, you should
1: not be worried about anything, but especially you mean you're talking
0: like karma
1: yeah like, yeah people are, no. uh, what are you, yeah.
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: well yeah well there is the law of reciprocity you know as you give you receive so what are you giving? what are you giving out mm-hmm. and this, as you give then you receive so as far as the forgiveness thing and when i talk about natural i'm talking about You ask God to show you how you can make it right mm. for that person. There, there's two steps to that. Mm. If you can't, you can't. You know, if the person's dead. If the person was your abuser, if the person, you know, you don't, you don't want to face them, or there's other things, and that's what I get into with the person. Then you don't. You don't. You're not going to go to them. But if there, if you did something, say you stole money from that person and you need to make it right. You go back to that person and you um, you don't ask them to forgive you. They might not, but you tell them that you're sorry, that you did wrong. And then you say, here is the money or I'm going to pay you back, whatever you do. If you can't do it that way, you find other outlets. God will show you. He will show you. You're not redeeming yourself. You're not saving yourself. But you are—you have a conscience now. You have a Holy Spirit conscience now that will nudge you to, um, you know, if there's a person in need. that will remind you of something, and you will go to that person. That's why a lot of people I mean, think about these um, women who are leading the charge against abortion. They, the Christian women—they, most of them have had abortion. I mean, they do don't—they can't take it back. They wish they could, but they can't. And so they're going to go out and help maybe a pregnancy resource mm-hmm. or help a young mom who's struggling with, you know,
0: keeping their baby. Oh, that's uh, a very good analogy. That's You're absolutely right. They'll find another way to, to help um, yes. because they were they were hurt and they're just like, I don't want, they want something to change in their life. And they're, they're going to do it by helping someone else out um, without going to their abusers or whoever it was. Right. That's, listen, I'm enjoying talking to you, Yolanda. So how did, how did you become the Take Back Your Life coach, though? Like, what led you to this point? Well,
1: uh, my whole life, uh, I wanted to be a teacher from the time I was, like, five years old. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and life got in the you way. Know. At 17, actually, I became pregnant. And there's a you know, big, long story. I'll, I'll be ready to book about it someday uh, because... Um, uh, I have been redeemed, and I have been delivered, and I have been saved for God's highest purpose, and I do not take that lightly. Mm-hmm. But what I had to go through, what I put myself through to get here, is probably—it's not only my story. A lot of us share the same story.
0: But uh, I got
1: pregnant at 17, and married the father, and it was a a, a bad marriage for 19 years toxic and every every choice i made was made because i wanted something i wanted whether i wanted approval whether i wanted love whether i wanted whatever it was i wanted my own way is really what i wanted and so um i was i was saved in my 40s in my early 30s. I got saved in a church, and I did not understand what it meant to walk the Christian walk. You know, we can go into churches every week and hear a sermon. That motivates and inspires. Mm -hmm. But if you don't know how to do it, and you don't let anybody know you're hurting and that you need help, all it does is sit right up here on the surface, and you wonder, why can't I get it? And so I went to work, and this is an interesting part of my story, got divorced, had two beautiful children, they're beautiful, I have five beautiful grandchildren, and um, came to a place of forgiveness of their father, and asked forgiveness from him, and for my part in the uh, marriage, and I went to work in a state correctional institution for men. I, I don't know. <laughs> I look back on it now, it seemed like a good idea at the time. Money. I was in California and so said we were making really good money. I was uh, living at the beach. That's what I wanted. And one day, it was really, it was really toxic. It was a very, I struggled in that environment for 10 years and in between that I should say what happened between that marriage that divorce and my going to work in the institution was I came to the end of my own alcoholism I was 31 years old Mm -hmm. and dying literally physically and emotionally spiritually and got help I reached out for some help and today I have I'm sober. 34 years, I be 35 years in March, 2021, God willing. And so all of that has been part of the journey back to God, taking back my life, mm-hmm. taking back my life for what God intended it before I made those choices
0: and those decisions. Wow, well congratulations on your, on your sobriety. You. Because I know it, it hasn't been an easy journey to get to where you are right now, and the fact yeah. that you you've walked a walk that you're able to help people um, that uh, some people may have similar journeys, some some may not have had walked the same thing. You know, um, they had their own paths, but you you were coming from a place of hurt and you wanted more. And like you said, um, people are coming to you from a place of um, being desperate, like I want more. Show me how. I don't know what that. Okay, it was like something exploded. <laughs> like, like show. <laughs> show me how to get more, and and you're able to get them, um, get them what they're looking for, put them on the right path, give them the tools that they need um, to get healed. Cause there's so there's so many of us in this world that are just unhealed, and are going through day by day, every single day wondering why we're moving the way we're moving uh, why our bodies are probably aching the way they're aching because there's so much stuff that we're unhealed from yeah. um that we just bury down and just just keep and just keep compacting and compacting and um that's not the way it should be that's not the way we should live um that comes back to taking your life back because at this point it's not even your your own like you're no longer you're just a shell of what you what you once were,
1: right? Right, right. Well, and, and when you read scriptures, you know, and you read about how we you know, and many of us will, tell, you know, will say we're born again Christians, but we're so miserable, and that's how I was living. I was... Saved in my, at 28, at 31, I got sober. I got divorced at 37, and my life was not happy. It wasn't joyous. It, I didn't have that joy of the Lord. You know. Because I was trying to do everything on my own. That's another one of our, our biggest <laughs> problems is with it. We don't reach out.
0: We don't know? like asking for help.
1: And especially if you are um, highly successful or you are highly, uh, you know, celebrity status or whatever it is, you just can't let people know. Mm-hmm. And I, pro- and I promised I was never going to hide. I, um, When I decided to leave the prison, I decided that my whole life was, was, I wanted to teach, I wanted to get into higher education, so I went back to college. And I I got (laughs) my last degree, uh, my master's degree, when I was 54 years old.
0: Ooh, congratulations.
1: Thank you. And I thought, well, I'm gonna go into teaching, which I went into higher education as an advisor at uh, two different colleges. And it was during that time that I felt it prompting because I had always, when I worked in, when I was um, in, in recovery and, you know, I helped a lot of women through all that stage. And I was always that helper, teacher, uh, you know Sunday school teacher, kind of, you know women's group, kind of, you know, all of that. And so um, life coaching was new. It was interesting, this was an interesting thing too, because when I was working, when I moved from California here to Virginia, I got a job working for the sheriff's because I didn't know better, right? It's like, oh well, let's just go do this again, <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. And so, and so when I was um, there, I was work, I was going, getting my master's degree, and I, I, found it. I don't even know how I found it so God showed me the life coach thing, and I called a life coach, and that one 30 thirty-minute call changed everything for me mm-hmm. I knew it I knew what I was supposed to do I was, I was ready but I was afraid to leave the security of a job
0: Ooh, there goes that fear again
1: and I had to work it out, I worked it out in counseling there's a lot of things coaches don't do I'm not a counselor mm-hmm. um, my background my background on um, is counseling because that's what I was studying. It's going to be, going, to, you know, going to get my certification in that. And um, but I'm not licensed, and so when I talk to somebody, I can pretty much tell whether I, I'm going to be able to coach them or they're going to need to do some like heavier work
0: that I'm right.
1: qualified for. So um, I came here, got into counseling, got the life coach, and I just started moving in the vision that God had for me. I love that back end, you know,
0: write a vision on your heart. The thing about that vision is that it never goes away. Mm. You never feel fulfilled because it's not yours, it's God's. Mm. So that thing that, that could be tugging on us is that vision because it's not it's not ours. It's something that we're unfulfilled. So now we gotta figure out what that is and have that conversation you know, got listen, I always say you need God, a therapist, and a life coach. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like,
1: yes, that's <laughs> true. And actually, activities working with the therapist, I usually tell them, uh, just make sure run this by your therapist, you know, see what they say. Most of the time, they're like, Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, because it's, it's therapists that I know they're like, I you're here just to talk to me about whatever, but the life coach can give you actual. Attainable goals and action plans and steps and you know, but they every, work together. Everybody works together. God, therapist and a life coach. How? Put that on the shirt. <laughs> I know. Really? Right. Put that on it. Put that on
1: your shirt. Yeah. If, if you if you make that shirt, <laughs>
0: you have to send me one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But you know, the
1: other thing too is, you know, I like to always say. Um,
0: nothing nothing changes if nothing changes wow yep nothing changes if nothing changes especially if you don't want it to right you have to want you have to want it and some people don't want it they just they're just happy in being complacent and i don't even know if they're happy in being complacent they're just Just complacent. And they may want to change, they just don't know how to. They don't know that they deserve more or whatever. They're just blah. And they're and they're okay with blah. They're not really (laughs) They're not. -hmm. I mean, they might
1: look like they are and talk like they are, but if you're a born again believer, God has a mission for you. It does I'm not talking about, you know, you don't have to be some big evangelist or some big, you know big time person, celebrity evangelist, but he, his, he, he said Jesus to bring the kingdom to earth and Jesus put that in us to bring the kingdom of God to earth and we all have that mission. If you're not, if you're, if you're living a life where you're just stagnant and blah and there's nothing there and the joy of the Lord, you can't transmit that. Mm. You know? Mm. We're, we're of attraction, right?
0: It's all energy. So,
1: yes, it is. And people are attracted to that energy, and um, and they, you know, and when they finally realize that this isn't what I want, I get what I want.
0: That's when they. Out. This is what people don't even realize. The thought people say it all the time, like misery loves company. Cause guess what? Misery is energy. And that misery is going to find that other misery, like, hey, let's, yeah, that's
1: let's partner up. That's, why, <laughs> that's what they say. That's just,
0: that's why you have drug addicts that
1: hang around drug addicts, alcoholics hang around alcoholics. My whole, my whole friendships changed after that, you know, after I cast over. Yeah. Really wanted to be
0: around me. I wasn't very much fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and that's the thing. So that, that complacent person. Is hanging around with people who may be also complacent, right? Because that they met that's that energy that they're giving off. Right? Mm-hmm. Listen, Yolanda, you didn't help somebody out. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I'm telling you right now, somebody's like, Oh, it makes sense. Or that that, that negative energy listen, positive attracts positive, negative attracts negative. It's just that simple. Right, right, it's just that simple. And Jesus
1: and Jesus, they said, Jesus was charismatic. Um, he had the love of God on him. And a, and a lot of women, we don't understand the love of God. We don't have it. We, just, we don't feel like we're lovable. Right. We don't believe that we're worthy of it. Right. And when and when, and when you when you accept and you walk in the, in that love of God, that's when everything moves. That's when the Holy Spirit comes and leads you when you're open because you're a loved. You know, I like to say we're, we're princess warriors. You know? mm. We're princess warriors for the kingdom of God, and and as long as I keep that in my front of my mind, and no matter what we're doing, ministers in the marketplace, wherever we are, wherever um, raising our children, wherever we're at, we keep that front and center. This is not my mission; it's God's mission.
0: Ooh! Wow.
1: Girl, doors open.
0: Wow. Torso. Wow. Tell her about, talk to everybody about your book.
1: Uh, so, well, I have two books. I'm a part of an anthology of two books. Mm-hmm. One of them is called um, Gutsy Tales Off the Rails. And I was part of a storyteller's performance. Uh, you can catch the video. It's on my, uh, it's on my website, YolandaGray.com, where I talked about this journey that, I'm, that I just shared with you about coming I mean, out of... Alcoholism and finding the Lord, and there were nine of us. And compelling stories are so compelling that uh, the publisher, uh, a publisher friend of ours, uh, uh, um, trans—I lost the word—but transcribed Mm -hmm. all of the all of our recordings and made them into a book called "Gutsy Tales." Wow. And then, um, and then I was blessed to be part of a group uh, called um, Platform Builders, mm-hmm. and uh, I was part of a pop-up conference. I was asked to speak there, and then I came into Charvette Mitchell's Platform Builder group, and in her group, she put us together with. Uh, a publisher editor author and, and we wrote another book called propel and it was the, the essential guide for uh, emerging business women and leaders it was it's an amazing book because our stories are true i mean we were all uh building our platforms as we're writing um, i wrote on leadership on uh, what it, you know what it means to be a reluctant leader and, you know, that's the other thing, too. When God calls you out, you got to like, step out, even if you don't want to. But <laughs> that was a part of my story in the book. And uh, under her vision and guidance, um, we the book Propel came out. And now I'm in the process of finishing up a book called uh, Season of Faith. And it started around the pandemic. It started around what happened to all of us when we were shocked mm-hmm. by one. By the lockdowns and by the fear and all of that, and um, bringing women together to talk about, well, we never know what we have inside of us until we hit that wall. Mm. We never know. We don't know. And how do you overcome? And in those places that you can't control, in those things that you can't control. Mm. And so. Um, it's a, a book that was written around uh, an eight week group that I had, and it won't be published till next year. Uh, it will have a workbook with it, and it's called The Season of Faith. And it's just you know overcoming the obstacles, overcoming those hard times. But it's about how you do it, what Jesus said about it, and again, you know, I just really want to stress. When you know what the word says and when you're around the man who is our word people, you all you have to do is say, is that what God said about us? Did God say, you know, you're a hot mess <laughs> and that you there and there ain't no redeeming thing in you? Did he did he ever say that? Right. You know, why why do you say that? most of the time it's because somebody told you that so mm-hmm. you go back and look okay but what does god say and it comes down to that faith mm-hmm. Having the
0: faith to believe it's really like if this person said that you know you're a hot mess why did you believe them rather than believing when god didn't even tell you that you know if god told you all the good stuff right why is it so easy for you to believe the negative things
1: well, most of us, it, it happened,
0: you know, it happened in our childhood. Yep. It happened. Yeah. Yeah. You got to go back. We got to do the work. So I want you to tell there the listeners, because you um, you're offering something, you're offering a, um, a complimentary ebook on your website. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and talk yes. about that for them. Okay.
1: Well, I am offering an ebook. If you go to yolandagray.com and go to the right hand corner, it says complimentary download. It's uh, Overcoming Obstacles and Troubling Times, and it is a very short There's four things in there about how we can overcome, what the Word says about how we overcome, and how we become more than just overcomers, you know, we become uh, more than warriors. We become, you know, when the Scripture says, when you've done all you can to stand, continue to stand. Hmm. And, then mar- and then march, and then march, then march out. Take the actions that is going
0: to bring you to that abundance. Yep. Like it, you said, and then works. and then march. You have to. There's actions. Like you said, it's a, it's a call for action after that. Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: That's one of the things that uh, that I've learned about. You know, having confidence. Like you know, people, why well, I have no confidence? I I don't, I can't sell this. I'm not confident. I and, you know. Well, you will know, get confidence by taking action.
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen, Yolanda, I, I want you to tell everybody how they can get a hold of you and how they can order books and all that other good stuff. The floor is yours. Well, thank you very much, Yolanda. It's been
1: awesome. Well, we could
0: probably talk
1: for three hours. Huh? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so. Well, I could even. Um, you just go to my website, com. You'll find a complimentary download there. You'll also find a place where you can just uh, email me and um, whether you want a 30-minute complimentary with me. Uh, Right now, I'm offering a uh, 30-minute, I call it laser beam, if you got one issue, uh, I will send. I'll send you. You send. You tell me that that's what you want. What the problem is, I'll send you something that so that when we get on the call, I can take care of it right away. It doesn't mean that you going know, to starting out your life in one call. But it does mean if you have some conflict, I can get you started on the road. And so, um, the, after that, for thirty minutes, and then um, uh, my books. Uh, when you go to fill out the contact sheet, just say that you want a book.
0: Okay well listen I truly appreciate you Yolanda Gray I truly 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 do I would love for you To leave um, the listeners with A tip whatever is on Your heart mind and soul The floor again is yours
1: I just want to Share that I have It has become my mantra That Jesus Christ Promises I have come to give you Life and life more abundantly. And you have to step out of the way. But everything you're doing doesn't work. There is another way. And I love watching women come to life into the fullness of their
0: purpose. Woo! All right. Well, y- y'all, this has been an episode of Yolanda Events speaks i love you all dearly yolanda Gray, thank you so much i truly appreciate you and just like yolanda Dang said it. hey y'all step out of the way just 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 step out of the way step aside bend down move over whatever it is just get out of the way <laughs> all right y'all and i will talk to you guys later bye hey y'all don't forget the speak up book is for sale go to thespeakupbook.com if you want to learn more about the winning strategies for public speaking and becoming a more effective public speaker and in making a profit in doing so so please go to thespeakupbook.com to order your book today you can also find it on amazon.com of the same name y'all so i look forward to seeing your purchases and talking to you all soon all right bye